What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the MedLife Podcast. I'm Byron. And I'm Sawyer. Today, the conversation will be about stress. The goal of the next few episodes will be kind of like to have a, a wellness series where we just talk about certain wellness topics. And today is stress. Sawyer? Yeah, it's a really exciting topic, um, especially, you know, kind of since, you know, medical school, the it's all stress, right? There's always something to do. Um, and you know, throughout the podcast, we hope to explain how we handle stress and how to handle it, what we think is well or best for us. Well, we hope to talk about what bad stress is and potentially what good stress is. So hopefully we um, explain some insightful things for you all. And I know we described this earlier, but I just want to make this clear that we are not giving any advice. It is literally just us describing how we handle stress and if it's best for us. Right, exactly. So, Brian, let's start off with you. So, explain to me, you know, how do you explain, how do you um, handle stress? Honestly, man, I'm not going to lie. I think as of right now, um, I'm getting better at handling stress. Last year, first year, M1, I was terrible. When I got stressed out, I would isolate and do something like, especially if it's stress from med school, I'd isolate. And probably study more, study harder. And I don't think that's the best thing to do. Now, when I'm stressed, I just try to breathe. And it's like a cliche answer, but breathing is something that I've been listening to a few podcasts about about breathing and the, the art of breathing and how it helps with stress. So I've been trying to do it. Um, but it's not necessarily one thing that I do. But if there is something I have to say that helps, Breathing is definitely it. How about you? Well, I think it's funny you say it's cliche because, you know, we talked about this topic, you know, last week, two weeks ago. And so um, that was thinking about my car rides since I've had a lot of long car rides recently. And it's like everything that I came up with is cliche, right? So um, I'd say for me, I like to plan. I like to know what I'm getting myself into beforehand and I know what's in front of me and I can finish it. And if I don't have that plan, I'm going to get stressed. It's kind of like in, what is it, The Dark Knight where the Joker says, uh, what does he say? He says, uh, everyone's okay with the plan, everything goes according to the plan, but when things don't go according to the plan, there's going to be panic. Um, so I think with that, I can uh, not get stressed. So stopping stress before it happens, right? Um, but I, you know, my other stress is, you know, my family, I'm able to, you know, talk to my wife about stressful situations and talk it out. Um, so having a social structure around you, I think is a good way to handle stress when it's there. But I would say the most important thing about stress and not stress is stopping it before it happens. Hmm. Elaborate on stopping it before it happens. And before you elaborate on that, it's very weird that you're direct quoting The Dark Knight. That was scary. <laughs> oh, it's, I mean, he's, Joker's what? Probably the one of the most iconic villains. You know, he's got tons of good quotes. And you know me. I love Bane. I love Batman. So it's probably not the last movie quote or Batman quote that will happen in the podcast. But I think like, back to planning. So it's like if I know I have a test in three weeks, um, I'm going to go through my normal routines on how I study, but as things start getting closer, which is where the stress starts building because it's getting closer, uh, but knowing what I'm getting at, getting myself into that day and what I want to accomplish that day. So I know if I hit my, my marks, hit my goals, then I probably am not going to be stressed because I achieved those goals that I wanted to that day. Um, but if I don't achieve those, that's when the stress happens. And then I kind of go like to you, like what you were saying, like, you know, like squashing yourself away, studying more. But you're also not in the right mindset, so it's not really productive because you're so stressed about it and you're constantly thinking about how far behind you are. Um, so just being ahead of the game 
and knowing what you need to accomplish, I think helps me not get into that stressful state in the first place. Do you view stress and anxiety as like the same entity? Is it the same to you? That's a good question. Um, I think in certain situations you could say that. Yeah. So I think you're stressful for an upcoming test. You have like this, it's like you, I, I, when I think of anxiety, I think of you are nervous or stressful about a certain situation that is about to come. Right. And so if you're stressed about a test upcoming, that kind of fits the mold of anxiety of like the impending event that's going to happen. Um, so yeah, I definitely certainly think that stress in a way could be an anxiety ridden event. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's actually weird because I view opposite. I view stress as the feeling of dread of something that's coming or something that has happened or whatever, and anxiety as like a fi- not a figment of your imagination, but more so something that hasn't necessarily happened, might not happen. And it's like, for example, I get anxious about residency mm-hmm. and matching and, mm-hmm. and things of that nature. Like it's gonna happen, but yeah that my anxiety comes from not matching. Sure. So stress stress is tangible, anxiety is intangible. I agree. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I understand like how that happens, you know, um, or, or how you think that way. And I think, I think that that is, that could be a useful mindset too. So it could help if you are in, in that mindset of anxiety of, of an event that may or may not happen. If you view it that way and you know that you, you're kind of in, you're, you're your own, what's the word I'm looking for? You're in charge of your, uh, your outcome, right? So, so, so for you, anxiety is in your control and stress isn't. Is that, am I misunderstanding you? Anxiety is in your control and stress is not. Because you're anxious about the outcome that may not happen, right? But you're stressed because you have to do it, but you're in charge of your own outcome. I would, I would agree with that. Okay. That's interesting. I actually like that. I might write that down. We may need to, we may need to run that back eventually. <laughs> um, you brought up speaking to your family. Um, that's a great, great topic because I talk to my mom often. Mm-hmm. I get stressed. I speak to her, but the problem is like my mom handles stress similar to myself. She gets stressed and stressed and stressed and she likes reached a breaking point. Um, and I'm kind of the same way. Like I would be stressed. I won't show it. won't show it. And then I reach a point mm-hmm. that stress gets too much and it's a reaction. So I think an interesting thing to talk about this is when you go to talk to someone about your stress, are you speaking to them because you want answers or you want someone to help decompress and explain why you're frustrated? So, you know, one thing that my wife and I and I've learned as being married and you may one day is a lot of times when people are talking to you or, or um, this is what I guess me and my wife is that we're not looking for answers. We're looking for someone to talk to and to help us walk us through it and not tell us how to do it. So just um, to be heard. It just to be heard. Right. Right. So because again, like you're you're in charge, right? You're the one that's gonna be able to do it. Um so I think just helping that or having that someone that decompress to helps the stress go away or like encourage you. My dad is one of the most stressful, anxious people I know. Um, so I get it honestly, but you bring up the peers. I I think that's a good, good segue because stress for me also comes from, and I, we talked about this off the podcast, but comparing yourself Mm -hmm. and comparing your progress and 
and things of that nature, I think that really adds to my stress as well. It's it's weird because we get told all the time, like, do not compare yourself to your peers. Everyone has a different journey. Like, that's nice to hear. But at the end of the day, we're going to do it. Well, what else is there to compare to, right? Yeah. What else are you comparing to? And I think I think you're right. I think well, I think the environment of medical school and probably social media kind of you know gives into comparing yourself to other students, and it makes it really stressful. Um, but I also I mean, a lot of this stuff, right? You see on the internet, right? Whether it's Reddit or going on forums or something like that, and you see someone doing all this stuff, you know, like how do you have time for it? Um, and then I guess you know sometimes you have to figure out what's fact or fiction, right? I mean, a lot of people embellish, right? Um, like I've done it. Right. So I think some of the advice that I gave to the first years when I was asked to speak was like, you know, don't compare yourself to other people because, or they're saying they're doing stuff, they're, they're on this project or on that, that project. Well, nothing matters until something comes out of it. Right. So, and again, as long as you're doing what you think you need to do, then you're okay. But it's definitely hard to not compare yourself. And I know I, that's probably one of the biggest issues or factors in my stress as well throughout medical school so far is like, looking at what other people are doing and then kind of getting jealous or getting envious of their success because things aren't working out for me. And it stresses me out because they were there to be and I am not. But, you know, as you know, things work out, you know, things are catching up and getting better. But I was in a dark place. I mean, I think maybe a little exaggeration, but I was bummed out when things weren't going my way like last spring. Um, and it's all comparing to other people. And I think, I just think medical school in general, buys into it and kind of perpetuates it but i also think it's potentially the, the personality of medical students i don't think comparing in itself to your peers i don't think comparing in itself to your peers is that bad of a thing what i think is when you're comparing in more of a competitive nature i think mm -hmm. that's the issue if, if that you get what i'm saying yeah because like how do I know where I need to be progressing to for an exam per, per se? Like if I don't have a conversation with you and you're like, oh, I did this, I did that. I'm like, oh, well, Sawyer's doing this for an exam. I'm doing that. He's further along than me. I need to do more so I can get to where my peers are. Mm -hmm. I think that's a good level of comparison. Right. But when you're comparing like, oh, Sawyer's doing this, I want to do that so I can be better than him. I think that's where it that's comes. fair. It's an issue. It's like healthy competition versus just wanting to be better. Like, uh, try to, like I like that. Like, cause it, you're, you're basically wanting to be as good, but you don't want to necessarily be better, but you, you want to do what's best for you, um, to get where you want to be. And I think that's, that's respectful. That's a good way to put it. That's a good way to think about medical school too, as opposed to comparing yourself to other people and wanting to be where they are and be better than them. As opposed to, I need to be there too. They're doing great. I know I, I actually kind of want to be like that. But not better than that. I, I, I can't put in the words, but I respect that viewpoint. We're going to save a few of these gems because I definitely want to have an episode on competition. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, competition would be fun. Um, yeah. I don't know if we could, I don't know if it fits into the wellness plan that we have right now, but I think competition in medical school would be a very fun conversation. And especially, um, spoiler alert, once some new hosts come on as well and make it kind of a more vibrant conversation. Yeah. That'd be fun. Now, do you think, um, so I think we kind of touched on this a little bit, but like good stress, right? So we've talked about good competition and how, you know, competition or viewing yourself compared to others can, can lead to stress. And you kind of said that, you know, 
with some cognition, it makes you want to succeed. Do you think there's good stress? I do. I think good stress. Um, good stress. I don't know. I think there's bad stress and then there's just stress. I think stress gets us up in the morning to do something like if, if it wasn't for stress, I wouldn't get up at a reasonable time, like 6 a.m., 6.30 to study. Mm -hmm. I'd be like, okay, let me just get up at 9.45, 10 o'clock and study. Um, so for me, good stress or stress allows you to get certain habits that allow you to be successful or reduce the stress. So I don't know if I would call it good stress, but if it is good stress, then yes, I believe in good stress. Answer, but, yeah. No, I see what you're saying. I mean, it's, it's almost like a driving factor for you, right? Um, because potentially, I mean, I guess the way I would look at it too is like the good stress is wanting to achieve a goal, and well, the stress that I guess the, the the catalyst for the stress is not doing well, right? And so, to, in order to do well, you're stressed because you want to do well. That drives you to do what you want to do, right? And it's not impacting you in a negative way. So I guess you know you could look at it from: is the stress benefiting me from a good? point of view or a bad point of view and changing my mindset and not allowing me to achieve what I want to achieve. Exactly, man. Yeah. Like everything in life, it's, it's give and take. It's like a pulley system. I think you can have this much stress to where it's good or it's normal where it helps you. And then once you reach a certain level or point, that's when it becomes an issue. Definitely. Definitely. Um, do you think there's anything you could do better with, with the way you're handling stress? thus far. In my opinion, it's just testament to med school. I mean, I feel like we can do everything better. I feel like there's so many things that could be doing better. Um, but if I had to pinpoint something, it's definitely articulating how I feel. Um, being better at sticking to my schedule. Like you said, you said right. the schedule helps you. I think I could stick to my schedule better. Maybe that would reduce some stress. Certainly. So with, um, you know, I kind of want to rewind a little bit to you talking about, to your mom about, about your stress. Now, do you think, do you, do you find it difficult to speak to her? Cause she doesn't understand what you're going through in med school. I know, you know, just, you know, I would say talking to my mom or talking to my wife or other friends, like they don't necessarily get it. Right. So we're definitely in a, in a certain sphere kind of like in a club, right. Uh, that other people just don't get what we're going through or what, what we're doing on a daily basis and how much we actually have to study or how much time we have to sacrifice. So do you find it hard to communicate your stress with someone that hasn't gone through the same? Definitely. Yeah. And I feel like um, family expectance and like what they're expecting of you can also be its own separate episode as well. Um, but it's hard, man. Trying to articulate how you feel to someone that has no idea the environment you're in, you're in um, it's hard. It's difficult and it's frustrating at a point. Frustrating to the point of you not wanting to even communicate anymore about your stress. Right. Sometimes it's like talking to a wall. I mean, like they, they don't get it. Right. Um, so it's kind of funny. Um, so I was, it was probably a few months ago. Uh, I was talking to my mom, kind of just, I, I don't know what we were talking about. It wasn't even a stressful situation, but she made the comparison of, me first going through PA school in my in my studies and thought thinking about how much I was studying then and how much time I was devoting to it. And she made a comment of like, what you're doing now is so much more than what you were doing during PA school. And she's like, I think she finally put that together and kind of was able to understand why I want to make that jump from PA school to med school of how much more information med school was than what I'd already gone through. 
Um, so I think that helped bridge the gap and kind of being able to talk to her about my stress or just a stressful situation, not necessarily looking for answers from her, because I definitely go to my wife first, but just for her to get why, hey, I can't come visit this time. You know, I got tested and she, she, she understands now what kind of jump it was. Um, but I definitely, I hear you. I, I think it's tough to talk to people that haven't gone through the program, but you know, a lot of my friends, you know, are in law school or dental school. So it's a lot easier talking to them and they get it despite being a different program. You know, they have sacrificed weekends, had huge exams and they couldn't do stuff. Um, so that's been a nice, like kind of nice thing for me is that my best buds are all in professional programs. Man, there's been times I've been complaining to my mom about something like, oh, I have this study for that study for it. And she would literally say, oh, just take a break. Mm -hmm. And nothing is more frustrating than hearing something like that. Just take a break. Mom, I can't take a break. I have three yeah. exams next week. Yeah. Back to back to back. But um, yeah, I think having conversations with like-minded and, and people that are in the same situation as you helps. Yeah. Like I talked to you, talked to a few of our, like our two future co-hosts, talk to you guys all the time about our situations. And it's easier to get perspectives, um, just bounce ideas off each other, bounce stressful situations off each other. And it's just, it's helpful. Yeah. It's easier. Kind of the, going back into like bouncing ideas off each other. One thing that Byron and I do, it's really fun, um, is on test days. I don't know if we'll do it this year, um, but for our first year test days, um, we had one big block exam. And so we'd get there real early. We'd all go into a, in a study room, um, about five of us, four of us. Um, and we'd probably all study a little bit for like an hour and a half, but like the next like hour before the exam, we were just cutting up, letting loose, letting all that stress out really. And I think that got a lot of us like got the edge off and we were able to go to exams, calm, cool, and collective and do well, as opposed to, I know like potentially if I was in a room by myself, I would have just psych myself out. So like letting loose, and being around people that get it, it's kind of a, it's kind of a nice release. That's a great point. Um, releasing the stress is inevitable. So you might as well just do it with friends, do it when you're most comfortable. Right. I think that could be a good like break opportunity too. Like I know sometimes we do need breaks, right? So I still think you know the advice you were given, take a break, is a good break, right? There's good breaks and there's bad breaks, right? Um, so a lot of times when I'm studying, my breaks are walks. So we want to walk around the neighborhood. Um, or I guess like going out to dinner or something like that, or even just sitting talking on the front porch, um, with my wife and I, um, so I definitely think sometimes as other people get it, or maybe, maybe we look at it is despite them not understanding what we're going through, they're still getting good advice, right? Um, if you can fit it in. What do you think about this idea? We're pretty pretty early in M2. Um, we're only in week two. I've been implementing this recently and I want to know your opinion. Um, I've been telling myself I'm taking one day a week off where I do absolutely nothing. We're talking about stress. Do you think that could potentially add to my stress or reduce stress? Ooh, I think it depends on how you're approaching it the other days of the week, right? So like if you are, I think kind of goes back to the way I would approach it is if I have benchmarks that I want to meet each day, then yeah, it would totally work. So if you were able to meet those benchmarks in the first six days of the week, 
like 100%. Um, I know a lot of the times, like the one thing I have to do every day is my own reviews. And if that takes me an hour and a half in the morning, that's all my studying for the day. I won't look at anything else because if I wake up earlier, wake up early enough, what are you doing that early anyway? Like you can't do anything. So just knock out your own reviews and then you're good for the rest of the day, but you still have to study. So that's how I approach things. Because I definitely have days where I don't look at anything in the rest of the day. But I do my own reviews. And it's probably because I have a stupid calendar on it. So I see how many days I do in a row and I want to break it. I want to break it. So what's your record? Uh, with 22. I quit over the What did you do for 122 straight days? Well, it was, I just basically I had, I had cards, man. I had cards to do. And I started, I guess it was uh, January 4th. No, it wasn't. I skipped a day. Um, so it was like January 9th or something like that until the end of the um, semester last year. 122 days. What cards were you doing over spring break? Oh, I did uh, 100 concepts for anatomy. I was like, I have a week. I need to get through this. I have to. Um, I forget what happened. I think the reason I did it was I was potentially on the edge of not doing well. And so I was like, I have to do this. And so we were on the... Uh, we went to we went to go visit family and we had some downtime, so I just like cranked him out. I was like, I gotta get through it once. That's what I did. And then I, you know, I know we talked about it, you know, pre-studying for him too. That didn't happen. Uh, but yeah, so that's how I would. I think I think it's a good idea. I think because it's gonna allow you to get that release and not worry about school. Because um, I do definitely think we get in this mentality of I have to study, 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 um, because I'm seeing other people study, 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 study. Um, but I definitely. I burnout's real. By the end of spring last year, I was burned out. I was tired of looking at stuff, tired of reading, tired of learning about things. So I wish I would have had more breaks, but I also think all the breaks that I took last spring with all my uh, weddings that I had to go to added to that stress. You're the wedding king. I feel like, oh, geez, I know. They're, they're slowing down, luckily. But uh, yeah, I think those days... Oh, that like that, that those weren't days off, right? Those were weekend trips that I had to go on, that not necessarily electively, but I was invited to them, so I had to go and I chose to go. But those days off definitely stressed me out. And I, that was probably the most stress in med school I'd ever been was the last block of med school because of all the time that I took off and like my fake study days. So some of those 122 days were waking up at 7 a.m. at a at the beach or at a bachelor party and doing two cards just so I can actually. <laughs> Uh, so it doesn't count. So what you're telling her is you cheated. You cheated. I, che I didn't cheat. I just bent the rule. I made my own rules. I controlled. I controlled the outcome. Um, but yeah. So I think I think it's a good idea. I think that's a. I think that's a fun, um, nice way to keep interest in med school because I definitely think we can lose sight of where we're going with just the daily grind. Uh, What's that quote I told you early on? It's 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 not the content. It's the daily grind that wears people down. Um, and giving that day off just will keep you fresh. For sure. Um, I wish I had my, my New Year's resolution was to be more spontaneous and say yes to more things. Um, but I don't foresee myself taking necessarily taking days off because I will still be wonky in the morning. I may not watch lectures or learn anything new, but I'll do that for sure. But yeah, I think this would be a place to end the podcast. Fine, this was fun. This has been a long time coming. Honestly, man, first recording is always the, the most nerve-wracking. And I don't know, man. We're we're two perfectionists. 
Yeah. Um, and with the people bringing on are perfectionists. So I know we're going to spend a crazy amount of time editing and doing crazy things. But this right here, recording and actually getting down to the nitty gritty, it was a good time. I had fun. It was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. I think, uh, I think we talked about a lot of good things, things that um, definitely come up um, and are important, especially in anyone's walk of life and in terms of handling stress, um, seeking help with stress, what's good stress. And uh, hopefully we provided a good viewpoint for people um, to better handle and manage themselves um, through their walk. So a lot of our references were, were med school based. And I just want to reiterate the fact that I feel a lot of the things we did talk about, we said med school, but I don't think you have to be in med school to relate to stress. No, I don't think you do at all. I mean, there's, I mean, I mean, we talked about other professional programs and, uh, you know, even working every day, there's stress related to everything um, and learning how to cope with it and work with it and kind of better yourself off it is super important. So I think this is definitely relatable to a lot of people. Um, but the, like we said earlier, the series is going to be on wellness. So be on the lookout for upcoming episodes. Um, we're looking forward got some to great it. content coming to you guys. Really good content. We got some new hosts coming on too. So we look forward to introducing you guys to them as well. Um, but yeah, we'll end it here. You know, I'm Sawyer. I'm Byron. See you next time. See you guys.